podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is interfering with your happiness or what is something that is preventing you from achieving your goals? We talk about mental health here on the podcast all the time. Laura and I have been honest and open about our anxiety and our struggles with it. I want to tell you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is therapy made accessible. They'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating within 48 hours. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone call sessions. And they're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So let's say you're not feeling the therapist or you're not vibing with them. They make it so easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than those traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com slash lunchboxchats. That's better, H-E-L-P slash lunchboxchats and join over the 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professionals. And there's a special offer for Lunchbox Chat listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash lunchboxchats. You support our podcast when you support our sponsor. What is up? You are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. We welcome you to a brand new week. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy St. Patty's week. Yes. Happy St. Joseph's week. I love those desserts. Oh, a tipole? Yeah. Is that the one with the cannoli cream in it or the yeah. custard in it? Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, they're, Wait, they're so called, good. Why are they, aren't they called St. Joseph's? Oh, maybe. I just call everything a Zeppeli. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Italian, it's a Zeppelin. <laughs> I feel like I'm becoming so Americanized that I'm like prosciutto. I think at your sister's wedding, you're still talking about. I, I just can't get over myself <laughs> that like I actually sat there like sitting next to a true Italian, and I'm like, can we have more prosciutto? <laughs> and I literally became my own worst enemy. Um, my sister actually asked me if anyone took a picture of that charcuterie board. And I was like, I have to ask Laura. And I totally forgot until you brought it up just right now. Did you take a picture of that thing? No, we were literally just savage beasts. Oh, like we smelled the fresh meat on that thing. And just there was no time for picture taking. Like we just ate it all. I told my sister, I was like, Gabby, I don't even think you understand that it was like the biggest charcuterie board oh ever. God. And the entire bridal power uh, party devoured it. To, like every last like inch of cheese on that plate like done but you know with the prosciutto prosciutto yeah. i i can't like i'm so ashamed of myself i don't know i don't know who you've become and that's what i get for like making fun of people who mispronounce words like i've i've become that there's my karma yeah but you know there's just so much more to that security board than just that but honestly, like, I can't think of anything else but that. Like, it was. I'm still drooling over it. And mm-hmm. that cheese, ugh. It was every can't. cheese. I don't, I don't think there was not one cheese missing from that board. No, it was. It was phenomenal. It was. Oh, anyway, oh, we're podcasting, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Oh, man. So, yes, happy uh, pre-St. Patrick's Day. Be safe. Have fun. Do not drink and drive. 
Yes, definitely don't drink and drive. Drink and walk, drink in Subway, drink in Uber. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, and uh, for this this year, it sucks, though. It's on a Thursday. Like, everyone's got work the next day. Eh. I'm going to party. You are? my husband's half Irish, and per my wifely duty, I got to, like, do it up with him this year. Oh, okay. So wish me luck. Yeah, I don't. Oh, wow. I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna be like crawling to work the next day. Yeah, I'm interested to see how you survive. Yeah, New York's, I think, is like gonna go ham this year. Oh, for um, sure. Because all the like restrictions are down, you don't, which honestly, like, I'm a little nervous about. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is what it is, you know? Um, but I'm excited. I cannot wait. Are you gonna wear something green? I was just about to say, is it a sin if I don't wear something green? Um, it's not a sin, but I don't think, like, I think that's the point is to wear something green. I mean, even though green is probably one of my favorite colors, I chose it as my bridesmaid dress. I don't like the St. Patty's green. What? Like that shamrock green. It doesn't mean you have to wear that shade. Yeah, but like, I, my green is basically black, so I might as well just wear black and be like, it's a dark emerald forest, (laughs) you know? (laughs) <laughs> I I I mean whatever yeah if that, that's what you I if that's what you want to do um are you gonna have an Irish car bomb what is what is that okay like so Bailey's and you're really not gonna have well you should have something or you have a Guinness beer I'm my stomach already wants to vomit like <laughs> I'm like I'm thinking in my head how much Nexium do I need to take in advance in order to prepare my stomach for the amount of yeast that will be building up yeah. inside of it. I don't fuck with Guinness. That's I Blech. I've tried so many times. Um, my ex was like obsessed with it. And I just oh, God, I tried so, so, so very hard to drink that beer. And I just he could never accomplish. I just can't. But I would do an Irish car bomb. You know, then they do like the dye color in like the regular beer. So I would do that in my Bud Light. So that was always fabulous. But I mean, yeah, you're not really used to that stuff. No, the only beer I drink is Corona. And I don't think they serve Corona on St. Patty's Day. (laughs) That's in May, my dear. You could have that all for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, I'm more of a fiesta girl. Um, So I don't know what I'm going to do. But I I guess we'll wait and see. And I'll tell you next podcast. Yeah, like what are you going to drink? I mean, I guess you could still have your drink. There's just... No, I'm going to have to have beer. You don't have to. I don't think they... Like where we're going, I don't think they offer anything else. (laughs) Oh, well, then you're going to have to have a beer. Yeah, so you might get a FaceTime that day. As me and Thomas, literally every time me and Thomas get drunk, like we always end up FaceTiming SC. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) All the time. Literally every single time we're drunk, we FaceTime you. So expect a FaceTime. That's fine. I'm actually really looking forward to this. I I can't wait to see how you're not ever going to survive. Oh my god, I can't. Anyway, um, so I think I have some bitching to do. Let's do it. So I know I've said this. I think it was like we're going on months ago, and how I said I'm going to speak my truth. Um, you know, there's a lot of shit that transpired. I didn't really feel comfortable then talking about it, and I promised you guys I would. And I'm a woman of my word, and I'm going to do it. And um, so what better episode to do it on than this one? So, um, let's do this. So. 
Um, with my back, as I said last week, I graduated PT, um, which also what I did to in, uh, in addition to physical therapy is that I made the decision to get epidural done on my back to Mm -hmm. do like to help me with everything that's going on. Um, so I did do that and, um, that was a really difficult decision that I had to make, but I did do it. And I must say that it is definitely helping for sure, along with the PT. And now that I, you know, have the homework and know what to do and what not to do. Um, so I'm hoping that this is not the end all be all, but it, we're definitely on the verge of much better than I was before, for sure. Yeah, you definitely are. Um, obviously, I'm still <laughs> wearing my inserts, but you know, it is what it is. Like, I got to pick and choose my battles, and this is what happens at my age. So um, I never thought I'd be here <laughs> um, talking about um, having to get epidurals and physical therapy <laughs> and wearing inserts. But you know what? I This is my truth, and that's where we're at. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it's like you sound like you're... A geriatric, like, pregnant woman. Listen, bitch, you have to stop, like, hating on, like, getting old. Like, it's not, first of all, it's not even old. This is just, like, what happens, you know? You you're, tweak your body. This is what happens, for real. Like, yeah, no, with I know. The, with the, so, that's not, so, like, I did MRIs. I did CT scans. Like, I did all this shit, like, to make this decision. And, like, what, what I had to do, like, surgery was not in the cards for me. Thank you, Jesus. But other things were, and this is where we're at. But, like. Honestly, like what the doctor said, three doctors might went to three doctors said it was like from basketball. Like, so I've been doing this shit since I was in fifth grade. So like basketball just like took its toll on me. And here we are. Wow. See, and this is where my non-sporty, non-exercising self is going to thrive. I'm going to thrive in like adulthood being geriatric because my my body doesn't know what it means to exercise so it's just gonna age gracefully no fuck that shit because you sit here and with your digs and your comments about being old and geriatric <laughs> like you act like i'm 90 years old but like no not just you me too uh, technically let's say me and you were to like literally get pregnant in this very moment right. i think we would be considered like geriatric pregnancies shut the fuck up Laura. I, i'm not even like saying this to fuck with you like in terms of like women where we are like in our fertile and hormonal cycle like we're geriatrics google it i'm not googling it because i i first somebody of- tell us <laughs> but chatters like tell us no it's just like you know what i hope the chatters come at you again because this is why are you so negative about this shit and you I'm know not, what it's being realistic though it's the truth oh geriatric or not i'm just saying like you always have to make your little fucking dig about getting old and shit and as if like i'm 90 no i mean you know what it's my projection because i feel like i'm 90 so i just projected onto you okay but i'm not your punching bag laura sorry sorry i apologize i take it back but i really do think we are in a geriatric stage so like let me make uh, like i know like now i'm being dead ass so like as you actually i'm gonna ask you a question and be for real so Mm -hmm. as you get older yeah. Do you feel like you are more hormonal now more than ever in your life? Be honest. I'm more bitchy now than I've ever been in my life. Meaning, so when I was younger, I was very hormonal, but my hormones came out in this like very ravenous sexual state, right? 
And now my hormones come out. Like if I'm not this ravenous sexual state, it's like, I'm an angry fucking bitch. Like mm. leave, like fuck, like I can go from zero to fuck off in 2.5 seconds. Mm. And that, are you not like that? Is it just me? Um, It's not, no, I think on, honestly, I think as I'm getting older, I'm more emotional. Mm. Um, because I actually, I don't, this sounds so fucking weird, but like, I actually can feel my feelings now. Like, cause I'm more open to it. I'm like more vulnerable. I'm receiving it. I'm, you know, giving it. So like it, it, in that regards, but that's hormonal I, I, mm. in that regards. Right. Oh, uh, yes. I feel like I'm the opposite. So I feel like I've been very emotional my whole life. And as I get older, I'm more like, I'm feeling more angry. Cause that's like, mm. a. a an emotion that I've never truly felt in my life. So I guess I can say that. Okay. I just didn't know if that was a thing. Like if this is normal. I think so. Like I come across, I work in a field like mainly women. I work in the beauty industry and like one of the most amazing things about it, it's almost like I can see the future and it's because I deal with women of all ages and like a big thing that I see is like as women get older they literally, like, when they're, like, oh, women turn into men, like, where it's almost, like, they can tell you to, like, go fuck yourself. But I think it's just, like, becoming of age. And I think it does have a lot to do with hormones. Like, your your patience level, like, really dwindles as you get older. Hmm. But maybe it's hormonal. I don't know. I was just – it was a t- tangent. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're so, podcasting yeah we're podcasting um so previous to the back issue um i should have done this in order but um so i unfortunately got covid again um we're talking about many 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 months ago um i'll be honest with you guys i, I didn't feel comfortable talking about it and i which is so fucked up and i apologize to you guys and i take full accountability for that shit because I thought the first time that I got it, like I, I too didn't talk about it at first. Um, and there's like that stigma against it. And it was like, you know, you got that COVID shame bullshit. And I was like, no, never again. And then in my head, I obviously thought I was never going to get it again. But unfortunately, I did get it again. And mm. same thing, same mindset. And it's fucked up. It was, I'm wrong for that. Um, and I for that, I'm truly am sorry. I should have spoken about it. Um, then, but I, um, I, I was, I was ashamed and I don't even know why I wish I could have make up an excuse. There is no excuse. So I, I have nothing like positive to say in that regards. I will take like the L on that one. But, um, so with that being said, um, since the second time I've gotten it, I know I bitch here many, many, many episodes about my back, but like, that was like the peak of it. Um, so there's, there's not direct correlation. Um, and if you ask me and I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, this is just my opinion, obviously, like there still is no direct correlation to anything that's been, you know, for people who have had COVID, um, they're still figuring this shit out. Obviously mm-hmm. it's a very, it's a new, it's, it's not very new, but you know, we're only two years into this shit and like, we still don't have like facts and, I hope one day there are facts like hardcore evidence of facts that there could be direct correlations. But I will tell you guys, like my back has been never been this bad, you know? Mm. Um, so we chalk it up to being COVID related. That's what we're going with. Um, yeah. And so well, cause I, they say it attacks like your most vulnerable areas. And, yeah. And that's always been such a vulnerable area for you. Yeah. So um, that's, that's where, you know, and I just could not live like that anymore. So, 
Um, and, and like I said, surgery was not even presented on the table for me. So like, had that been an avenue, obviously I would get multiple, um, you know, opinions on that as well. So this was like where we're at right now. And, um, so I, like I said, I just wanted to be like really, really transparent with you guys and like tell you about it. And I appreciate you guys, um, you know, for, I hopefully forgiving me for not being honest as I was. Um, and you know, it wasn't even for my privacy or anything. It was just, I wasn't ready to talk about it. And, um, I was hoping that I'd be better and healed and able to talk about it. And, and here I am now I am. So, um, any questions, please feel free to hit me up. I would be more than happy to answer anything. Um, because it, it was, it was a scary time. Um, mm. I, it was on top was, of like everything you were going through. Right. Um, you know, it was yeah, during it, the holidays. Yeah. Holidays, my birthday, mm-hmm. um, planning my sister's shower and, and, yeah. uh, and, and her bachelorette. It was just like a lot going on for me. Um, and I did, I, I, I told Laura this like from the jump, like I felt inauthentic, um, on the podcast with you guys and that's on me. And, um, and I'm aware of that. I know that I take, like I said before, accountability for it. It's just, I didn't feel right or comfortable talking about it. Um, for not a multitude of reasons, just cause like I wasn't there in a good mindset. And right. I know now um, with a lot of work in therapy that I, from the jump, like when I'm in that mindset, I don't speak clearly. I don't um, think clearly and I don't want like my words to have, um, I guess, consequences, you know, and saying Mm -hmm. things that I wouldn't, I would deeply regret. So here we are now. Um, I, again, I apologize, but you know, I'm on the men, obviously, um, and thank God for that, too, because I got this shit twice. I don't wish it upon anybody, and I'll be 100% honest with you guys about this. I said this to Laura. I said this to those of you who know how I've gone for the second time. This time was the worst. It, it, it was, like, worse than the first. I don't wish it upon anyone. Like, the way this shit, like, took over my soul, I, yeah. it was awful. It was awful, awful, awful. Um but I feel like you had it like longer this time. No, it wasn't. It was shorter, but I, it was, um, I didn't have the right answers because unfortunately I had two false negative tests. So Mm. despite science, uh, if you, you know, quote unquote science and testings, um, I knew in my head, like in my heart, I'm like, I feel it. Like I've had this shit before and I got two tests, two very different times of that week. And they both said negative, but like, I knew it and but my bounce back game this time was a lot quicker so that was good but um it just lingered like it lingered yeah like it lingered yeah like you had it like longer in that aspect yeah in the beginning of it because like I didn't have answers I'm like what the fuck like you know but whatever it is what it is you're here yeah yeah exactly it is what it is but I just want to tell you guys about that um obviously and fast forwarding to my sister's shower and the wedding i'm not i can't obviously speak um, on the wedding because that's not on me and hopefully we'll have my sister on um and oh she my could God, yes. and if she wants to give her um to her you know rendition of the wedding or her experiences on her end or whatever i would be more than happy to have her on oh, but we should totally have your sister and daniana we should do like a tips for brides podcast oh yeah you three should be on you don't even right? you, you three should do it no you should totally be on i'm making a note of that okay that's a great idea yeah. um uh what was it saying 
Uh, you were fast forwarding. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. You oh, were no. fast forwarding to your sister's shower. Oh yes, thank you. So, um, I know I did bitching um on the podcast in regards to it, not of the event, but leading up to the event. So, um, in my true self, I'm gonna talk about it because I said I would, and now that it's way after it, I I can finally say it. So. I'm not going to mention any names because I'm not trying to start World War Three. but this is my podcast. I get to say what the fuck I want, and I'm going to talk about how I feel, so this is what's up. So, with that being said, I do <laughs> want to... Yeah, with that being said, I... You know, obviously, um, who my sister wanted at her shower, respect with her, with, you know, her decision, and I, I, I love her for it, for doing that. But I do... I don't understand how some people and I I can't speak for everybody for how some people have the balls, the audacity, even like the energy really to come up with the shit that they come with. All right. So first and foremost, let's talk about RSVPs. Okay. Yeah. So obviously my shit, my sister's shit got postponed first time because of COVID when it first hit, whatever. So here we are again, um, trying to do this and we did it successfully. If you ask me, so now we're doing this. We send out the invitations and we send out the invitations super in advance. And that and that is because honestly, strategically and dead ass being like for the truth is because like with of the holidays that are coming up with everybody, you know, with COVID being up in the air and like it peaking at, at certain points, whatever, like. We just was like, listen, it's happening this time. Like, come hell or high water, it's happening. That's that's where our mindset was between me and my sister and my mom, right? Mm-hmm. So we put this shit out, like, way, way in advance, right? Like, months in advance. And can we just still talk about how people still did not RSVP to this fucking shower? This is crazy. Like- I don't understand. That happened with my wedding, too. Like, people just don't RSVP. They're like, oh, we forgot. How do you forget? Like, hello? And how does that make me feel that you forgot? Oh, yeah. Good point. Good. Thank you. Like, oh, okay. Thanks. Like, it's so shitty. Like, don't ever say that to somebody. Like, it's one thing to forget. Okay, Mm -hmm. I get it. Listen, everybody forgets. But it's another thing to say it to the person who has invited you to the event like mm-hmm. that's just etiquette like don't fucking say that that's just rude right i agree you know? with you i agree with you there was actually one person in particular that my and i again i'm not gonna mention my names because uh, I'm, I'm not doing that um but there's one person in particular that my mother had to call yeah who did not rsvp and that is what she said to my mother yeah, like, you don't say, listen, shit happens in life, whatever. Just come up with a better excuse or don't say anything. Just be like, you know what? I'm so sorry. Just right. say, I'm so sorry. I am able to attend. I'm not able to attend. Don't say, I forgot. Right. Because that just, like, because our words have impact on other people. And, like, I feel like we, at the, as much as, like, we have to be in the moment and be who we are, being in the moment is also realizing like choosing the I don't want to say right words but words that's like a win-win for everybody right Mm -hmm. so like you have to know like who you're having a conversation with on the other side and like know that that person's going to be impacted by what you say like and there's just some shit like just just don't say it like if you don't have anything nice to say like just don't say it thank you so much for saying that yeah it's annoying because i had that too and i'm just like oh okay so you just threw it it just makes a person feel shitty because like a lot goes into these invitations like 
it's details, it's hours of getting addresses, it's, you know, hours of picking the right words and so much love goes into it. And just for somebody to say, oh, sorry, I forgot. Like, it's really a slap in the face. And it yeah. sucks. Like, it really sucks. Right. And and as you're saying that, um, I agree with everything you just said. Don't get me wrong. But I also, I'm wondering, and this is me, you know, trying to play devil advocate. Yeah. And, and I, I did. I did try to um, be that person, you know, because now I'm throwing this event. Well, not just me. Me and my mother are throwing this event. Um, you know, and now it's on me. Right. So it's on me. I'll, I'll speak for myself. I can't speak for my mom. So again, this is all me. I don't, and for those of you who listen just to listen and talk shit, cause I know you guys do that too. Some of you, not all of you. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who are going to go talk of shit and tell our aunts or our uncles <laughs> or whatever, because I know you guys do that too. Go ahead. I, I, this is me speaking though. I'm not speaking on my mom's behalf. This is me. So this is what I'm saying is, um, is this is like, what I don't get right is that like you're invited somewhere and it's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a celebration. Right. And, yeah. and it's, it's an honor if you ask me and I just feel like whether, and, and like you said earlier, life happens, shit happens, uh, you know, holidays, uh, came and went, I get it. I, I I'm taking that into account, um, an account, but when you just don't RSVP, I think that's, to me, that's an answer. Yes. And that's the conversation that I had with my sister and my mom that, that you're, you're no answer is an answer. Does that make sense? Yes. 100%. So I agree. So that's where I was at. And then in, in the same breath, I was like, okay, well maybe like, you know, my mom took the initiative to contact people as did I. And like the as you as you're supposed to do, right, right, and we did, and we and did, courtesy. yeah, yes. right, and we did, and and again, this is me talking, right? So like, I'm here bitching, complaining, but it is because I'm being honest, and this is the shit that happens in in, in our lives, whatever. So yeah. like, so I'm speaking on this one time that my mom did call this this individual I was talking about that that was her response to my mom, right? So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so. To me, the answer from the jump was no, you're not like, but obviously not. My mom called and and this person wound up coming anyway. But then I'm thinking to myself, instead of taking that L, right, to saying, okay, listen, I apologize. I forgot. uh, Or no, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm going to come. Okay. But then when you say like, I forgot, well, that hurts, right? Yeah. So then I'm thinking, okay then what does that mean? Like, I, I just, I go like this in scenario in my head and I try to, I try to uh, think of devil's advocate. I try to be like, Oh, uh, they're going through stuff and life happens and this happens. But like, when you just say, I forget that, like you said, that's an answer in itself. And to me, I, then I regret, I'm, again, if it was me, if then I regret even fucking calling you and asking you to come. Right, exactly. Because at the end of the day, I don't really want that energy at my sister's shower. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's hurtful at the end of the day. And especially, and listen, I'm sure like now, like I can look back at my wedding and like, you know, all the stuff that happens and I can be more detached from it than I was back then. Like, it's like, okay, they didn't respond. I had to call them. It was a game, whatever. But when you're in that moment, you're just... When you're playing, planning an event, either for yourself or for somebody you love, there you're just so vulnerable in that moment. And again, like you put just so much into it, and it's like to not have that like response back is just like one simple thing you have to do. Yeah. Like it's just just do it, just do it, get it over with. And if you don't do it, just take accountability, 
don't make an excuse like saying oh i'm sorry here's my answer versus i'm sorry i forgot it this the dog did this blah 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 like just don't make an excuse for it just own up to it and then give your response and like call it a day and that's just it and that's and that's my point too and thank you because you said it accountability i is one thing i learned in this entire process of doing my sister's bachelorette party and her shower is this is accountability yeah the amount of reality that i was faced in 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 this past a couple of months of doing these two parties is accountability is now i now know at my age and in my life who i know can take accountability and who still at their age cannot and that to me and as cunty as this is going to come off to you guys and i and this i'm not apologizing for is growth on my end yeah 100 percent and for that i want to thank those people is because my eyes are wider. My mm-hmm. awareness is heightened. And I now know who, where you stand. And, not, and again, this isn't for me. At the end, this was for my sister. And that's a different, and, and, that's, and that's what I think it is, is that like, you know, I keep quiet about a lot of fucking shit. There's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that I don't speak about. And I know that's shocking to a lot of you, but mm-hmm. I swear, and it's out of respect for my parents. But like my sister is different. You know, there's a protection thing there. It's um, I'm really, really like I said, in the two people that I always, always in my like line of vision is always you and my sister. If we're in the same room, like you two are in my line of vision all the time. I may not show it. I may not say it, but always it's like my safety net. And like no matter where we are, where or what's going on, I always have you too. Like I got you guys. Right. So like mm-hmm. this process has showed me like where they stand not only for me right i i needed that i needed that like i i really did i needed that little like okay i kind of knew where you guys stood but now i really know you guys stood. but now i know where you stand for my sister and and Mm -hmm. that's it and that i'm good with that now i shut the book that chapters not, not even the chapter not even that like the whole book is closed for me. You know what I mean? And I'm going to put it on the shelf and that's it. I never pick up a book twice to read it ever in my life. I've never been that person. I'm never going to do that now, but it's just like for my sister, you know? And again, I'm not trying to do like a pity party here, but you know, her not like put their wedding on the, on the back burner for a hot minute, you know? And Mm. so now, and again, I know we're in a fucking pandemic. I'm well aware. But like we made that decision as a family that regardless what happens this year or yeah, like this year, it's happening. You know what I mean? And whoever, for those of them who came, showed up and that's it. Exactly. I like, I agree 100%. And I think like take it one step further, like what it really showed me was to actually what be a better guest. And I know that's like weird, but like, I guess I look at my wedding as I was the bride mm-hmm. and like I got a lot of things and I didn't get a lot of fucking things. Right. And, you know, for a long time, like I was like very like upset about it. I cried a lot over a lot of things, but then it made me want to show up as either like a guest or a bridesmaid or, you know, if ever I'm like a maid of honor again. Like to just show up even more because now I know what it's like to be on the other end of it and to be in that spot and to not get those RSVPs. Um, Just like, you know, to not like get those, those things. And like, like my cousin Rosemary is now getting married. Right. And it's, 
like or like when Gabby got married it's just like to just bring that extra energy in like preparing and hyping it up because like when you're on the other end of it all you want is for people to be like your hype people right Absolutely. or like for people to just respond to you so now that like you're I'm on the other end of it it's just like I want to show up like that much more for people because I never want to like make anybody feel like the way I felt about certain things you know so I don't know it just like it brings out like a lot in you for sure yeah uh, absolutely and that's one thing like I've learned in this process is where I stand you know, and, and I, again, I didn't project that onto my sister. I didn't make that shit. Um, like, I, I never once showed her or, or uh, my mom, that my mom knew, like, I mean, me and my mom, like totally bounced back off of each other, like do this whole thing. But like, we never showed her like where we were because like, th- and this is the thing, like Gabby saw from her, her perspective. Right. So like, she didn't see it from me and my mom's perspective, because again, we've been like, this shit's been on off on off. How many fucking times we tried doing this shit. And now this time we're like, fuck it. We're doing it with, you know, regardless of what's happening, like enough is enough. Like, you know what I mean? And then, and then not only, you know, going full steam ahead, but then you have people who don't RSVP. And then you have people who like call us and then tell us, by the way, um, I have an issue with this person, so you can't sit me at this table. Or P.S. Like, you know, I'm not really that's on, crazy on good terms with this person. So, I mean, you don't have to, but if you could not put me at this table, that would be awesome. Like, the I just didn't think in 2022 this is where we're at. You know, yeah. and I and and I just. I just feel like as a, you know, not, I can't even say nation. I can't say society. I can't say community as a fucking family, because at the end of the day, who got me invited at her shower is family and friends. So I'm just going to say family as a fam as a family in 2022 with everything that's been transpired. Okay. With everything that all our family has been through, that's where we're at. Yeah, like you, you should never call somebody and be like, don't sit me at this table. I mean, (laughs) I don't know, because (laughs) like, but then I think of it as a bride, like, should I have spoken up for myself more like 100%? Like, but then like, I don't think I would have as a guest be like, don't sit me next to this person. Like, yeah, would it suck if I'm sitting at a table like next to somebody I don't speak to? But you know what? I'm going to suck it up for four hours and I'm going to make the fucking most of it and I don't have to have eye contact and I don't even have to like see the person the entire night. Like it's not your party. Like you can't request things right. like or can you? I don't know. I I would never. I would never. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I can, and I'm being honest here. I've sat with people I probably shouldn't have sat with. And there's places I've Me sat too. in the location of the venue that I didn't like where I sat. But never once did I pick up the phone to call the host or the, the person throwing the party, I should say, and said something like that. I was not raised that way. You don't. Like, you don't fucking do that. You literally suck it up and you move on. Like you, you just pretend people don't exist for the night, you know, or, or you say hello and then you move on and you don't have to have like an in-depth conversation with them. Right. Like the host is already 
has like so much going on that like they don't need that added stress like stop and if the host knows you well enough they know not who not to sit next to each other that's another thing like if you're a really good host which I'm pretty sure like we all are like they will know, okay, this person can't sit next to this one, so I'm not going to let it happen. So there doesn't even need to be, like, a phone call. I Oh, that's a great perspective. Yeah, like, the host knows. Like, obviously, like, if it's family, like, we all know who doesn't talk to who. Like, and hopefully, like, we would never put each other in situations where it's awkward. But look, if we do, then we do. And we kind of just, like, move on from it. You know, you're never... You just don't do that. I agree. It's just etiquette. I have so much like bride etiquette too. That's why I definitely want to do with Danny and Gabby because there's just so much I have to say. Yeah, no, I I think that's great. And yeah, you know, so I just like I I thank you, Laura, for allowing me to you know take the intro section onto bitch because I just I just needed to get that off my chest. And listen, I could do a whole fucking episode on this shit. I'm just gonna cut it down to that. Those are the two things that really like stuck out a lot. And, you know, at first, um, you know, it hurt me at first. And then, honestly, I, I have to thank these people, too, because, like I said, like, I now recognize where where we're at, you know, and yeah. where I stand, where my family stands. And that's it. It's a wrap. Like I said, I shut that book. You're on the shelf. I keep it moving. And that's it. Exactly. All right. Um, <laughs> that was literally half our podcast. When we were me and Essie were breaking down this week, like how long our segments are. And we're like, oh, our like intro piece is ten minutes. We're about forty minutes in. <laughs> yeah, but this, I I was on, but I was on one. I had to get this off my chest, so I'll take. Yeah, I'll this take is this, this is like a meat. This is a good topic. Yeah, this I had to. I had to. I had to. Um. Oh, speaking of topics, we need to get into hot topics now. Yes. Um, okay, so I I'm again no direct correlation, but we don't know what's happening here. So Haley Bieber has been hospitalized um she had stroke like symptoms and they kind of believe it's covid related not covid related again we don't know what's happening but um we hope she a speedy recovery yeah we hope it ended up being a blood clot in her brain um but she said that it processed through her body within a few hours she was okay but sending all our love to Haley Biebs this is just really fucking scary because we know that Jay Biebs had COVID a few weeks ago but we don't know if she had it or you know what's actually going on so let's just pray yeah for sure um the next topic i can't i'm going to take this one yeah go ahead i went on a rant this week on our lbc insight it's about not our girl kim k because she's not my girl this week so um the kardashians is being picked up by hulu obviously they are getting paid a lot more money than what e was offering them so they switched over to hulu and variety came out with this whole uh press article on like the new show and kim k was quoted and she was you know asked about giving advice to women in business since she is an entrepreneur and she said quote I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. End quote. Like, I can't. So this came out all of social media. Like, it was anti-Kim Kardashian this week. Like, she is basically has been, like, canceled or on the verge of being canceled. And women are coming together 
from all aspects, from all like um, backgrounds, and they are just going against her. And they're like, you need to never say that again about anyone. And I 100% agree. I'm like, who the fuck are you talking about? Like, who doesn't want to work? Because I wake up every day and all I see is people working. So I don't know who she's referring to. Maybe she's projecting. I don't know. But that's where I said Kim zero Kanye one. Okay. And now that you said it, I I get where you're coming from. But it's like maybe I I might be canceled for saying what I'm about to say next. But she's not wrong. How? Okay. So, yes. Do you and I get up every morning and go to work? Absolutely. Do most of the people that we know wait get up in the morning, go to work? Yeah. But the rest of the world, Laura, I don't know if you know or where, but everyone and their mother is hiring. There is everyone is short staffed. There are businesses, huge, like global franchises who are cl- opening later and closing earlier because they don't have the staff to run- function in their restaurant, facility, venue, whatever, at full capacity because they don't have staff. I'm not saying her delivery was the greatest, but I think she's speaking for uh, like us saying like, go work, like go work. Like it's about time. Like where's everybody, why is everyone not working? And a lot of people are still not working. And I think that's where she was coming from. I'm not, I I get why you're upset. I, I get, like I just said, her delivery wasn't the greatest. I get it. But like, in the whole scheme of things, like, yeah, go like so many, there's a lot of people aren't working. I know a lot of people who are still at home, get collecting their checks. Still to this very day. I mean, I get that. But it's just like, she shouldn't as a public figure, again, this goes back to the impact we have on people, right? Like, as a public figure, being who she is, being w- like why she is who she is, mm-hmm. like I just don't think. Yes, her delivery was one hundred percent off, and maybe the quote was taken out of context, and like that's what she was referring to. I don't know exactly what she was referring to, right? Yeah, but. Like, a lot of people are coming back on her, like, sorry that, you know, we don't have a nanny for every single child or 12 fucking assistants or, like, a house manager, a chef, right. a personal trainer. Like, there are there most of America, most of the world is actually, like, middle-class workers who actually have to schlep their ass to work every single day. And here you are, like, first of all, coming from money. And now, like, being, like, a billionaire off of... And I'm not taking any of that away from her. I'm the number one, like, Kardashian fan. But, like, know your audience, know your people. Like, yeah. you you, you just shouldn't say that shit. Especially about women. Like, no, we, I, we're your number yeah. one customer, girl. Like, who are you saying this to? Yeah. No, I, we, I, in that yeah. regards, I get it. I, I get what you're trying to say. It's just, I, like I said, our delivery was poor, but, like... I love the cursing. I know. She's like, get your fucking ass up. What? Which leads to the next Kardashian-Jenner PR stunt, which is her and Pete Davidson officially came out on Insta this week. And I think that was a Kris Jenner move because Kim K is getting such backlash about her quote that she needed to give fans something good. 
Oh my god, that's what you're talking about. Yep. So PD was just the ploy. Oh, okay. I mean, I love that for them. I'm I'm a Kanye fan. I'm part of the Kanye no, call. No, no, no. I mean, meaning them, like the Kardashians. Like I get, like there, there's a method to the madness. I get. Oh it. yeah. There's um, definitely did I a method. Tell to you their that madness. he's near me. Wait, what do you mean? I didn't tell you this. No. I thought I sent you the. Oh, my bad. I thought I also sent you the Instagram post. So Pete Davidson is in Denville, New Jersey, um, filming for his new uh, movie. No way. Yeah. So it's like literally that's where I went to high school is in that town. And um, he's filming there. Wow. You might see Kimmy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, if you see her, tell her to get her ass to fucking work. No, she needs to come on the podcast. I mean, that's work. She would just have to pay us to be on it. (laughs) Because, sorry, Kim, like, we're not friends anymore. Oh, man. Ever since, I'm, like, a true and true Kanye. Did you see what Kanye, like, posted on his social media this week? Like, I just love this man more and more. I think you're obsessed. Because you know what? Like, I'm so over this whole fucking fake media bullshit and everybody trying to, like, cover up, like, like all their little shit and here's like a man who's actually telling the fucking truth and everybody thinks he's so mentally ill and it's like maybe he's actually the fucking normal one and that's my stance on Kanye okay are you done yet moving on are you done (laughs) yes I'm done okay um in unfortunate news I don't even know how we go from one extreme to the other but here we are um tony braxton's sister passed away i know tracy braxton she was 50 years old died from her long battle with cancer that i uh obviously our thoughts and prayers our t's and p's are with the braxton family and every time i think of tony braxton i think of that one song i'm break my heart and break my heart that one and um it just gives me chills i love it and it's so like Oh, like I can't even imagine what it's like to lose a sibling, especially like they were very, they were all like very close. Yes. Yep. And it's just like to lose a sister, like there's no words in the world for it. So our, our hearts and our prayers and our thoughts go to the Braxton family. Yes. Well, your girl, Kelly Clark Clark, is officially getting a divorce. Clark Clark. Um, yeah, I know. It's finally, after two fucking years, my girl can finally, like, get out and and, and throw her vagina on men all, or, or females, whatever she wants. I'm so <laughs> excited for her. I'm like, she needs this. You know, like, this piece of shit took her through the ringer. Try to get her for everything and anything. And this is why you never mix business with pleasure, people. This is a prime example why you never do that shit. But I'm so happy for her. She's finally single. And you just, just you wait. Just you wait. You're going to see. I have a feeling she's going to come. Her comeback game is going to be better than ever. Yeah. It's just like the one thing I like still can't wrap my mind around divorce. Like here's this person who like you were once so in love with. And it's like your future and like. You're just in this, like, space of love and tranquility and peace. And they will literally take you through the ringer and take everything you got. Like, that literally makes me want to vomit. Yeah. Like, I don't understand, like, how the person you love can also be the person who, like, wants to destroy your life. Like, that doesn't make sense to me in my head. Well, that's just it. I don't, like, I don't get it. 
Well, that, that's what I mean. Like the person that you love has the ability to also hate you. That's mm-hmm. that's what, essentially what it is, right? Like they know all your ins and outs. They know everything, your worth, all that shit. So yeah. they have the power essentially, right? Because they're the ones who know you more than you know yourself. So what happens? Yeah, but it's like, why choose that? Why oh, hundred percent. It's yeah. fucked up. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's like what hurts my soul. Where it's just like, oh, you could choose such a better way. Where it's like, it could literally life can always be a win-win. Like that's what life is meant to be. It's meant to be a win-win for everybody. And we have this like fucked up concept that like somebody is to suffer or die or struggle. Me included. Like I'm in it, but I'm realizing more and more like wait, this could be a win-win for everybody. But we we don't choose that road a lot of the time. And it just, I don't know, just makes me contemplate. Yeah. No, well, there's, I mean, there's fucked up people out there, girl. I don't know what to tell you. It happens. It's unfortunately happens all the time. And yep. it's in obvious, and she's been, I, I love that she's been honest about it. Yeah. She's been telling us about it. And she's like, and kind of, educating her fans too that like yo this is real life i'm not the only person that's going through this shit i just have the platform to discuss it but this happens all the fucking time and that's what's so sad about it yeah no 100 i appreciate like her honesty and vulnerability around all of it like that takes a lot i just love her i fucking love her yeah she's a good soul anyway Moving on to the meat. So I was on Instagram the other day and I follow this amazing human and soul, um, Alex L. You can find her at alex.l. And she posted something incredible on her Instagram that I wanted to share. I shared it with Essie instantly. And I was like, oh my God, we have to share this topic on LBC. And the topic was things I stopped doing to gain peace in my life. And me and Essie both went through the list and we both took our top three and we wanted to share with all of you. Um, so Essie, if you want to go first. So things I stopped doing to gain peace in my life. Holding on to people I've outgrown. Oh, yes, girl. If there's anything that I can relate to more in 2021 and 2022 is this. Um, And I I know I say that as I'm like low key laughing, but dead ass, it's probably been one of the most painful realizations I've come to terms with Um, and no ill will, no, you know, no bad blood. It's just straight up outgrown. And Mm. that's what I've recognized. And that's what I'm learning to deal that. It's not necessarily me or them. It's just we've outgrown it. Totally. Do you, I know like I've also been through this process. It's like I went through literally the five stages of grief and it's like I had to like mourn the relationship and it's a beautiful place to get to where like you said, like no bad blood, no ill will. It's almost like you just accepted it. You're not on that same vibrational path anymore. And you're just going in two different directions and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. Um, So my first one, so things I stopped doing to gain peace in my life. I stopped trying to fix people as an act of love. Wow. We were just talking about this. Right? Me and Essie literally had a four-hour conversation last week, like, about this. Um, And I'm a fixer, as we all know from the last episode. I'm like, what's his name, Nick? 
Yes. I'm like Nick. I'm a fixer. It stems from my childhood. Um, it's just what I do. I used to just try and fix people. And I, sometimes I still like do it out of just like mere behavioral patterns, but I really try to stop myself and not fix people and really just like support and accept where they're at in their journey without needing to tweak them, fix them, make them better, make them less than, and just like letting them be. And I think a big reason why I'm able to do that is because I'm on that journey with my own self where I'm not trying to fix myself anymore, where I'm kind of just accepting where I'm at and who I am. And kind of people are just mirroring that, if that makes sense. Oh, good for you, girl. Yes. I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. What's your next one? Um, overthinking about my past and things I can't change. Mm, good one. So I'm notorious for this. Um, well, was notorious for this, I should say, because in therapy and what uh life has thrown at me in 2022 and mo- uh, part of uh the end of 2021 is that is that obviously if it wasn't for my past, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, right? Mm-hmm. And and yes, it is my past for a reason, but in a way it was a blessing because it's, it's why I'm the way I am right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, and some people could say, well, that could be a blessing and a curse. And a hundred percent, there are some things I've taken with me since my past to right now that I'm not proud of. And that's obviously what I'm working in in therapy, but there's, uh, there's things that I've taken with me that like, I'm like, okay, like I can sit with this. I could. And I could accept it and just keep it moving. Like, it doesn't define me, right? So I just have to realize that, like, that doesn't define me. And I think that's what I've been doing. And it's, like, what a what a beautiful process it's been. Mm, yeah, there's something nice about, like, leaving things where they were and then just, like, continuing on your path. Like, you don't have to, like, drag that with you. Like, you can literally just, like, let it be where it's at. Yeah, because you can't change it. So, yeah, you're just here. Um, okay. So my next one is pretending to be happy when I was hurting. And this is something I did like a majority of my entire fucking life, like pretending everything's good, all is well. Meanwhile, on the inside, I'm literally falling apart until I did fall apart. Cause that's always what happens when you suppress all those emotions they eventually surface. And that is something that I stopped doing and it gained a lot of peace in my life. And there's something so powerful about being able to say, you know what, I'm just, I'm not in a good place right now. Or, you know, just just being honest with how you feel. And that also comes with creating a support system around you. Like I have Esty and other people in my life where they can hold that space for me and they won't make me wrong for it. So I feel like that definitely goes hand in hand too. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Um, And my last one for myself that I stopped doing to gain peace is wasting energy on one-sided relationships. Oh, good one. So um, in a past relationship, I didn't realize it till after we weren't together. So that was just a waste of <laughs> my time. Um, mm. But I can't say I can't speak poorly of it because like it taught me a lot. So um, 
then in my friendships, I didn't see it then, but I, but now that I'm like, now I see it. So it's just like, okay, now I'm just more aware. Right. I actually know what I, my self worth, I mm. know what I'm capable of, what's acceptable for me and my standards and my boundaries and what's not. So it's like such a, like, and, and uh, Laura and I were talking like before we came on here, like, and even I said this earlier too, in the podcast, it's not, I, I've literally stopped thinking things as being a negative connotation when in reality mm. it's like growth. And then, and if that makes me cocky, if that makes me bitchy, then whatever. But to me, it's a beautiful process. And I just love that. I'm like growing. And it's like, I wish I would have done this sooner, but the, everything happens for a reason. Right. Exactly. And you know, when you don't have like, any weirdness around that relationship nope when you're just like you know what like i'm actually at peace with it and it could be however it is yeah that's a big thing that's a good one um and my last one so the last thing i did to gain my peace was over this is a big one over committing my time when i didn't have the energy oh here we go here we go (laughs) me and we talk about this all the time but my alone time, my time is like my biggest asset, my biggest luxury in life. And I used to be a yes girl and I used to overcommit myself to everything. And now I just love saying no, like, no, I will not do that. Like I'm taking a silent day or I don't have time to talk today because I just, I, I don't have the energy for it. And that's just like the honest truth. And you know, some at first, like I was nervous that like, oh my God, people are, are going to not want to talk to me or not be my friend. But at the end of the day, like your people are your people and they're going to understand and you have to be true to who you are at the end of the day and honor yourself. So this way you can bring more people into your life with that same like vibrational energy and not over committing my time has just given me so much peace and really has like expanded my creativity in so many ways. So that's a good one. Yeah. Good for you. Yes. So that's our topic. We want to hear what did you guys stop doing to gain peace in your lives? Hit us over on LBC. Asti, what are you grateful for this week? My crock pot. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I, I really, it's kind of like my air fryer, you know, I love it. I use it. And then I'm just like, why don't I use this thing more? Um, it honestly, I really don't know why I have to find more, um, recipes, but I'm like obsessed. You love the crock pot. I really do. What about you? Um, so I don't know if you've ever heard of these, but my sister got me onto them. They're called Mary's gone crackers the fuck okay so i've been trying to lead a more intentional healthy lifestyle with the help of my sister i think we have to have her on one day and like talk about this whole new thing she's doing but basically she's got me onto this like healthier lifestyle where i'm looking at ingredients and i love like crackers i love crunchy things like i need to like have a crunch but the things that i were eating were not that healthy for me so she turned me on to mary's gone crackers they're like the best cracker out there for you. They're like natural. They have nuts in them. And like when you just need that like extra crunch, I like eat it throughout the day. And I've just been obsessed with it. And they just make me feel so good. So I'm grateful for my Mary's Gone Crackers this week. Are they like salted at least? Yeah, there's different flavors. There's like, there's sea salt, there's classic, there's everything. 
And I like to eat it either just like regular instead of like reaching for a bag of Funyuns. I'll just oh. have like Mary's got, I know, Mary's got crackers. Or instead of putting my avocado on toast, I'll put it on like gone crackers and I'll eat it like that. Maybe we can ask if they could be a sponsor to the podcast. Oh my God, I would love that. I want to try this. Sounds good. Like, does it have a taste to it or is it like blah? No, it definitely has a taste to it. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's not like stale. Yeah, it's, it's good. And and you feel good because you know that you're putting good things into your body. And I know that sounds weird, but like it just does something to you mentally. No, no, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. So grateful for Mary's Gone Crackers. I would love if they would sponsor us. Yeah, let's reach out to them. Yeah. Essie, tell our chatters where they can find us. iTunes, Spotify, Inker, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, pretty much on all social media platforms where you can always hear us and rate review subscribe um head over to our instagram page and our facebook page like comment dm whatever you want yeah and until next week bye everybody happy st patty's day bye